Hey, hey, it's the Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell, along with my co-hosts Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. Welcome to PCP Pop Culture. Now's a good time. I wish that I could do Truman Capote's voice to greet you guys. <laughs> I don't know how long. You try. I mean, I could smoke like him. I don't know how we're going to do it, but because <laughs> your voice just gets lower and lower the more you smoke, it's not like like you can yeah. get up really high. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's I that you know those. Uh, yeah, like if you look, I guess we should kick off pop culture with feud then. Mm-hmm. But I will say, if you look at back then interviews, back then, for example, with Lee Radswell, she had that breathy, Bouvier whisper, that soft Jackie. Now, cut forward to her late interviews when she was in her 80s and still smoking two packs a day. It sounded closer to me and Luann than it did, <laughs> than it did to that. So it does take a toll on you. Can I just say real quick, I noticed when we started, you really wanted to say ahoy really badly. Like I saw your mouth go, and and today would have actually been a great day to say ahoy since it is raining buckets here in LA. We're in the middle of an atmospheric river where basically you kind of do need a boat to get around town, at least right now. So (laughs) put on your captain's hat. I can't even like... (laughs) I was at the store last night and I stocked up, not like survival gear, but just like literally I'm like, realistically, I probably won't want to go outside for the night. I have an extra pack of cigs. So you bought, joints. You bought like 12 cases of Celsius and, and like 30 packs of cigarettes. Is that, that's, <laughs> that's your stocking up for the, the flood? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, luckily I have a spin bike, like not, not like a, stu- you know, just like a stationary bike because I can't go outside and pace. So I uh, need to burn, like a hamster, I need to burn off this energy. I'm a cabin fever. So. Is it in your garage so you can smoke and spin at the same time <laughs> while on your phone? Like a, like a 70s yeah. power broker agent there? <laughs> Which is like my whole dream vibe. <laughs> Some like Gordon Gecko style. <laughs> now you gave me an idea to move it out there, though. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I have that heart attack relief. <laughs> but I mean, so how? So how was feud? How was delightful? it? Delightful. I enjoyed it. I know Stacy watched it. Nate, you'll well. I, hey, you know what? It took all of my all of my being to watch Vanderpump, Vanderpump yeah. Rules, and if you listen to our other episode, I'm finally watching multiple Bravo yeah. shows now. Don't expect me to watch a, a, a feud on top of it. <laughs> yeah, we all make we all kind of individually piece together cover everything. Like Stacy was making fun of me because I don't watch as much Bravo as I know about. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was like, I do all the homework and he gets all the glory. Like, like, like I would literally, I pretty much watch, I would, I would say 90% of Bravo's content I watch. And mm. so, and I'm just like, are you, are you joking? Like, how can we call ourselves a Bravo podcast at times when you don't watch all the content? Neither one of you. I watch and I'm very 
behind the scenes involved in the shows that matter <laughs> to me in my little bubble. That's fair. No, that's a, that's that a fair point. I lived through some of this stuff, but I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to give so you. Much. I don't want to give you credit for working smarter, not harder. You know, that's just the whole point. <laughs> yeah, I kind of cliff note some of it, but I am on social media. Another thing, I figure all the best stuff makes it to social media. So I'm just like, oh, that's an amazing clip. I got, I work off vibes here. I'm like, okay, I see. I mean, I guess I should have expected cliff notes from, you know, a couple of UCLA grads. So there you go. <laughs> oh, I haven't, I haven't read a book since, I don't know, <laughs> sixth or seventh grade. So yeah, <laughs> you got me. But one show that I have been, spe- I've spent the past decade preparing for manifesting. <laughs> giving birth to in my own mind even though ryan murphy doesn't know i exist probably or definitely feud debuted this week finally capote versus the swans so the first two episodes came out which are good and if you're um what did you think stacy i liked it it's definitely yeah Babe Paley's story, as well as like Truman Capote's mm-hmm. story. So Naomi Who plays Watts. Babe. No, um, she also is a okay. producer on it too. So I was like, okay, well then that makes sense. Mm. She's like, it's gonna be a little bit more about me. Um, I love the wigs. I love the hairstyles. I love the fashion. Um, I like the way it's set up so far. So far, I've really, so far, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I really love Tom Hollander as Truman Capote. I wouldn't have necessarily put him there like at the beginning, but I was like, Oh no, he totally fits the vibe. Like very much. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this is good. Yeah. He's got it. He's a great actor. So yeah. I I love the smoking. There isn't a scene. It's good. easier to count the moments where there, someone isn't lighting a cigarette constantly. Yep. So that's true. And um yeah, you know, it's good. I do know so I do know, you know, I read all the books and I know all the stuff. I, I consider myself Lee Re- No, I'm joking, but you know. So um I do, but so I was seeing online though a lot of people don't are confused. Like obviously the ones who follow Lee Radswell know who Lee was, but this is a new concept to a new generation. I mean, these mm-hmm. women some of them would be well over 100 now, and they died 40, 50. Babe Paley's been dead at least 45, at least 45 years. And so this was a different generation. So I was trying to, like, figure out how to explain it to people. Like, for those who – because some were – how do I put it? Like you were saying, it is Babe Paley's story, that she's the focal point. And the way I would describe the swans, people need help understanding, the two bookends were Babe Paley and Lee Radswell. Those were his two favorites. And there's a huge, there was a big age gap between them, which is why on the show you'll see that there's this like deep, close sisterhood between... um, Babe Paley, Slim Keith, CZ Guest. They were they were the the core swans. Babe Paley was 18 years older than Lee. Slim was 15 years older. So they were a different generation and they were those true old guard socialites. And uh, Babe was the queen of them all. Um 
Yeah, to this day, you know, Dumois is rumored to have been founded by, was it her granddaughter or great granddaughter? She was one of the two partners. We just, I would say probably great granddaughter. Yeah. But so, um, and then like the way Lee fits into it is she was, yeah, they're all from that same world, that waspy, that, that, that old guard bred to be rich men's wives, the whole thing. But, but not really. Babe were Babe and her sister were, but but like Slim Slim yeah. came from California. She was kind of poor. She married Howard Hawks. Like she like married she kept marrying up. Like she didn't fail upwards. She married yeah. upwards. Like she she succeeded upwards. And CZ Guest, mm-hmm. she's kind of like in the middle. Like she 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 definitely worked her way up. And she was also in Hollywood for a little while. And then she married really well. And she was, was in there. Hollywood? Yeah, she was in Hollywood for a little bit. Yeah. Um I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pre- that sticks in my head because I was surprised. I was like, oh, okay. But mm-hmm. she was out there, but not like CZ, not like um, Slim as much. Slim was like way out there a yeah, lot, yeah. lot more. But yeah, but like, but yeah, like something about CZ, like she ran off. She like really pissed off her parents. Like she ran off with a guy or ran off to Hollywood to go do something. And then she finally kind of came back into the fold. Like after and, she said, that was pretty boats. racy for, yeah. I mean, back mm-hmm. then, LA, yeah, that was kind of like, um, my, my like my grandma is exactly Lee Radswell's age, and kind of came from not not a debutante, but came from that mentality of like the '50s housewife madman era, and she's and she said, told me if she had told her parents she wanted to be an actress or a model, they would have said you 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 want to be a hooker, like I mean things like that were. We're like forbidden for a properly, a properly brought up girl of that era. But um, so it was kind of like, that's what I was, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I was just trying to explain Lee, which is weird because especially the way we see her as like Jackie's sister and stuff. She was the rebel of the group. Mm-hmm. She was younger. If they were, they would have been like Kim and Paris and Jackie and Lee would have been like Kendall and Kylie. They were, different age groups and uh lee like lee's bond with truman was that she was a little more bohemian they went on tour with the rolling stones and slept on the tour bus i mean think can you imagine like babe paley uh, they they spent summers with uh partying slumming it with um andy warhol so it is a dip and you see it kind of in the show where uh they're in their bouffants and Lee's like kind of in this like badass hat, like at the funeral. <laughs> so, um, so, so how long does this show go? Is it across years? Is it like, what is the frame, the time frame? Yeah. So it's, it's hard. I haven't seen the whole season, but I do know of episodes coming up and where you can place them in time. And it's going to flash backwards and flash forward. So when it opens, it's in the mid 70s. It's the fallout, the end of their friendship with Truman Capote. Um, he's released the book, and this is his end. That's about, I think, 1975, I want to say. But I know. Uh, an upcoming episode will be a flashback to the biggest night of his life, which was uh, the mid-60s, his black and white ball. 66. Yeah, 
October 66, the party of the century where he celebrated Lee and Babe and all the movie, you know, it was his Cinderella moment, I guess. So that will flash back almost 10 years. And then I know shortly after this, Babe dies and he died, I think 19, the early 80s. I think so. let me all look. So up. it's going to I, cover roughly fifteen years. We're going to see it go back and forth okay. in time. So right now we're kind of seeing like it's an interesting way for them to tell the story because they're starting basically at the end. Um, they're breaking up with Truman and Babe's going through chemo, which she won't she won't recover from. But it's, yeah. there's a Spoilers. whole. I mean, people are Wikipediaing it. That's why I'm trying to explain it because I've seen a lot. Of, who are these people? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, how dare you? No, <laughs> but um, so it's going to cover like 15. But I mean, it's central. Like his two favorites, like I said, were Babe. She was the supreme of the queen, and he loved Lee, and he truly he thought she was better. He didn't like Jackie. Uh, that's a fun fact. He was not impressed by Jackie. He loved Lee. And he went on record as saying, um, for Babe Paley, what did he say? She's her only flaw. Babe's only flaw is that she's perfect. Other than that, she's perfect. <laughs> and for Lee, he said that... Um, he said that Lee is far more, no, he said Lee is infinitely more beautiful than her more photogenic sister. Uh, Jackie's given credit for all the things that Lee actually is beautiful, stylish, elegant. He basically said that Jackie Kennedy Onassis was a basic bitch. <laughs> I mean, he didn't like her. He put, he took those two and truly believed in their powers. And for Lee, he was always encouraging her to go on tour or act. Or he wanted her out of his her sister's spot, out of her sister's shadow, because he believed she was truly the star of the Bouviers. And he didn't. I don't think he was too fond of Lee. So I'm sorry of Jackie. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting. That's what I mean. There are two dynamics, strong dynamics that went on with him. It was for many, many years, Truman and Babe. And then later in his life, Lee became his project and he wanted to build her up. And then it it all ends, as we know. We'll see it coming up. So I feel like I I looked at some pictures of late Truman Capote and I was like, it looks like Nate and Truman could have been related. You guys kind of look. First of all, how dare you? It's, it's, it's the eyes. Um, it's the eyes. Mm. It's it's the eyes. You guys have like very similar eyes. Like I was like, uh, look, and the bitchiness. It's, it's kind the bitchiness of true. Well. And and yeah. your flattery yeah. towards women is really is really high quality. Like yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now we have the same opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Women, absolutely. Does that make <laughs> Sutton your swan? Well. <gasps> Would Sutton be your swan? Is she your- well, no, because I am not having a falling no. out. With Sutton, please, no, I would never, would never. Well, we were, we were talking earlier. We were talking about um, I. I'm always confused about how old Truman Capote is in any photo because he looked old. Mm-hmm. I never, I have not seen young, young photos. But 
from everything I've seen from the sixties on, and he died. He wasn't very old when he died. No. He died at like fifty nine. Right. But he looked old the entire time, yeah. which is that's honestly that's one of the best ways to age is look old young, and then everybody will say you look great when you actually yeah. get old. Um, it's just unfortunate when when you're you look old young, and that's what I did. I see. I haven't looked that different. Well, weight aside, weight changes aside, I haven't looked that different. I just looked old as a twenty. <laughs> See, am I so? Am I wrong? And aged. It's kind. No, Nate and I, no, if you guys can't tell, or Nate and I both are bald. And at this point in my life, it's fun watching my friends catch up. <laughs> like, oh. yeah, yeah, it was rough. Rough in your early twenties, yeah. but now it's like, yeah, like, welcome home. Your time you're like, has come. you're like, here's your hat. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that is that is fun. But Truman, you know, a little fun fact. Oh, I could totally do photos of this. I think I have on our page, but I will again. And I know that's not a great promise from me. Follow through with it. Anyways, fun fact. So Truman actually is buried in the Westwood Cemetery. I think I discussed it where he died out here, essentially a mm-hmm. broken man. Um, I mean, he was run out of New York because the swans cut him off. And he died out here. He lived with Joanna Carson. Mm -hmm. Um, He's played by Molly Ringwald. And he's buried in the West. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Brat Pack. Brat Pack meets Camelot, meets like. Yep. (laughs) He's he's buried there. um, The same cemetery where Marilyn Monroe and Hugh Hefner and a lot of them are. And then also buried very close to him and i don't know how this came about lee radswell's last husband he ended up out there too she i wouldn't say she buried him because she she never technically was a widow she divorced them very she would divorce them clean them out and shortly late within years they would die and that happened I think she was nine months mm. off or something like that. But he was—he had no children. I don't know. So Lee's last husband and Truman Capote are buried very close to each other there in Westwood. Ooh. I have pictures of the grave. I'll make sure to share. Of course you do. Two men she's... Honestly, it's very morbid. It's, it's very morbid that, you know, some people like to wander around cemeteries. Um, but you know, in, in LA, there are the ones that are, have very famous, um, members, yeah, members. uh, residents, residents. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I like residents, um, residents. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like people have heard like Hollywood forever. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple other ones that have a lot of celebrities who are buried there, but the one in Westwood in terms of just, we're talking, you know, number of celebrities in a very small area. If you ever find yourself in the Westwood area, it's, this is seriously like less than a city block cemetery. And there are so many famous people. Oh, there. you have. You know, it's, again, it's morbid to walk around a cemetery, but it's still, it's kind of cool just in this little block. You just go headstone to headstone. And a lot of them are in mausoleum. the, um, the like mausoleum. Yeah. So they're just like, you know, names on a wall. And the, the but one. Everybody is famous. Oh, the one we've talked about. I have to do this. I could do a video tour actually. Easily. Now, if I get my mind to it, so guys hold me to it, but it's also where the one private family mausoleum that's allowed there is the army hammer. Mm. 
And then across from that are are the plots for the Davises, as in uh, Gummy Bear, Greasy Bear. I mean, it's it's a mix of celebrities, old celebrities, billionaires, the names you see on buildings around L.A. It's like you everywhere you turn is like a name name. And so it is really cool. But I don't think Truman would have preferred to be buried there. He buried, he he lived in exile. I hate to admit that because I love LA so much, but he ends in exile out here. Mm. So, spoiler alert: if you don't have Wikipedia, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it more. I'll though. get around to watching been, this feud eventually. I've been trying to pace myself with the posting on Lee because I'm like, there are eight episodes. We're in week one, and it's been like me burning through photos and fun facts. So we'll watch along. Is they're not doing. They're not doing two every week, right? That was just kind of a starter. I think it was a they launch. did two episodes the first week. I'm not sure, but I think it okay. was a launch. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. So that was fun. What else do we have in pop culture? I'm here living in the past. <laughs> What's going on in the present? <laughs> well, let's... Uh, it's, I was going to say, well, let's, let's get a little bit closer to the present. Let's just take you to 2020 when apparently... Ao from from the bear did a podcast, and she uh, she she and the and the podcast host both said that said that J Lo was a scam, that J Lo's scene career was a scam, um, and I don't disagree. Yeah. I think they were both spitting facts, and then Ao had to host Saturday Night Live with J Lo as the uh, musical guest, <laughs> and everybody's bringing yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awkward. Yeah, the the podcast that it, so it's Ao Edabiri. Is that how you pronounce your last name? I'm I'm very bad. I with believe so. I just didn't want to fuck it up either. So I just hear it as Ao. I'm sure people are really gonna appreciate that. Uh, I was not. I, I don't watch that. the Bear because the shows like shows yes. that give you anxiety. I can't. Ha- I mean, I have same enough. Tr- I have enough trouble with Kirby Thank you. To be honest with you, I cannot handle the Bear. Um, so I'm not. I wasn't that familiar with her. I know mm-hmm. she just won an Emmy recently, except that I saw her last week in theater camp. I had no ah! idea she was in theater camp because I didn't know who she was. <laughs> and then I saw her. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I know her. Uh, but yeah, she hosted SNL this week, like you said. And um, yeah, the, the podcast she went on was called That's Scam right. Goddess back like four years ago. Before and she was not like you said. She was not like known at the time. Um, and the whole point of the podcast was they kind of get into mm-hmm. with scams and they somehow got on the subject of JLo. And like you said, they said that Ayo's I- I- exact words were her whole career is one long scam. <laughs> Who told her she could sing? <laughs> yes. Yes. And they got into, and this is I, evidently been a longstanding rumor is that JLo has used ghost singers like yeah. a la Milli Vanilli. Like it's not even her singing has been rumored for a long time. Well, there's a whole um, thing with I'm with it, Real you know. that she's basically not seeing it. You know, Ashanti did the demo, and then it's basically Ashanti, like, singing basically yeah. pretty much all of it. And they just kind of, like, tuned some stuff. And, like, the amount of times that, like, J-Lo hasn't shown – what these are, the, these are rumors, allegedly, that J-Lo hasn't had time to show up to mm-hmm. the studio to record. There's apparently a bunch mm-hmm. of times, sure, sure, allegedly. Sure. Those are rumors. So, yeah. But, sorry, go ahead. The – but she she couldn't have imagined. I imagine four years ago, 
doing one day when you really first break it. I mean, she, she's been on the bear for a little bit now, but she just won an Emmy. So she's really blowing up. She's hosting SNL, which is, I imagine a huge honor. Um, for some reason, JLo's the musical guest and not the host, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I, I know that JLo's, uh, she's probably doing this on purpose cause she's, she's doing this whole focus back into music. Like her new album is called, this is me now. You know, she had the This Is Me album all those years ago. So that's pr- her whole thing is I'm just I'm going to come in as a musician, mm-hmm. not a not a host. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's awkward when, I, you know, obviously, whoever was doing the scheduling for the show did not see that pot. That random podcast from four years ago. I'm curious who dug it up because mm-hmm. that was people, people you, you got know. people got time. You know, it's a tough job market out there. So people got time to dig up people on old podcasts yeah saying stuff that they don't remember saying shit's going to get picked up about us someday. Yeah. And I'm just going to go, I don't, I was about to, that. I was just like, yeah. I was just like going through the bat. I was like, uh, what is there that could be? The only one is an escape by is Nate with Sutton Strack. Basically. Much other yeah. Than that. We'll get, we're going to get skewered for everything else. But this is the thing though. Then, so I was at my friend's place earlier today. And so we watched a little bit because we were talking about this. So we watched JLo's first musical performance because she had these kind of cool pants on. And look, JLo's body's banging. Like that's something she does work very hard at. And she does take pride. Like that's something mm-hmm. that like you can't, that's that you, you, she eats well. She definitely exercises. She dances. She keeps it well for 50, whatever she is right now. So like girl, hello and these pants were really cool and like she's dancing she got all this stuff like she's saying for maybe i don't know six bars but total but like it was cool but then her next song was this this is me now song it's a ballad and she's there in this crazy flower dress thing where like half of her body she's trying she's she's on some like pedestal type of thing so that she doesn't move and she just sings and i was like well this is her trying to prove a.o. wrong that she can sing and i was like and she's just proven a.o. right because she can't sing mm. i was like <laughs> no. i mean and look i don't think any none of us are singers here but that's also we know our lane we're not singers we're not pretending mm. to like, do this like yeah. she's yeah. a great dancer she's a great performer too like and that's the thing like i think it's also kind of like i don't want other we all know that there are pop stars that there's kind of a category there's one category that are really great dancers and performers and they're okay singers, you know, and they've, and they've got a, the, most of their mm-hmm. Brittany. concerts. I didn't say it. You did most of their concerts, mm. they're lip syncing mm. because they have so much performance. It's really hard. And then you have yeah. other pop stars who are big singers. They're not, they're not necessarily dancers. They can, and they rely on their dancers and everything else to create this huge show around them. You know what I mean? And I would say Whitney that would Houston. Be like, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. Whitney Pink, Houston Christina, only needed a Christina microphone. Aguilera. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and Taylor Swift is like in the middle. She's like an okay singer. She's not really a dancer though either. So yeah. she creates a complete experience. Beyonce mm-hmm. is like everything. Like, let's be real. I don't want Swifties mm-hmm. to come after yeah. me. I, I like Taylor. So like, I'm not, there's no shade. It's just, but, but Taylor knows her lane. Beyonce knows her lane. Pink knows her lane. Britney knows her lane. JLo mm-hmm. wants all the mm-hmm. lanes. She wants all the lanes. Yeah. And it, I, it's kind of unfair too. Like, I don't know if people know that the, the SNL studio fam- infamously has, is yeah. terrible sound. 
like musicians have been saying that for what it's all, we're going almost 50 yeah. years that this show's on SNL, but it's famously poor acoustics. So a lot of musicians over the years, that's why the Ashley Simpson thing I always thought was mm-hmm. kind of unfair because a lot, she's not doing a Millie Vanilli where it was never her in the first place. She was doing a lip syncing track, which a lot of musicians do. Um, and she just got caught. And she, you know, it, the a lot of musicians do it at SNL because of the the acoustic sound is so bad that they they're afraid they'll sound bad. She got busted, but I still, I mean, so I think she unfairly got made because she's still made fun of till this day. Uh, so I don't, I don't blame somebody lip syncing on mm-hmm. SNL. Is my point. Uh, but yeah, but J Lo, not. It was very bold of her to do a halftime show with Shakira because Shakira is both a better singer yes. and dancer than her. Uh, so that was bold. You, that was a bold if you, thing. If you don't um, remember, that was like the last live performance any of us saw before the COVID. <laughs> that was... It was like yeah. two weeks before and COVID. Yeah. went into darkness for a while. So Imagine how much COVID got She may have upset game. the gods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Oh, man. But yeah, but I thought that was interesting because I just was like, you know what? I hope this girl doesn't get raked over the coals more because A, she was spitting facts. B, she's allowed to have her opinion, you know? And C, J-Lo's got so much fucking money. She's still going to keep making money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the, she's, she's been mad she doesn't have an Emmy now. <laughs> and A.O. does. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, you know what? Speaking of like Jayla, was Jayla? I guess we should talk about it. But was Jayla at the Grammys? So we're recording as it's going on, uh, and my social media hasn't shown yet a picture of Jayla kind of scolding a miserable Ben Affleck on the red carpet. So no, I, they don't, are not I don't know there. if they were there. They no. skipped it. Okay. Ben Ben did have a big. Uh, they did roll out Ben's. Um, ad campaign for duncan tonight mm. it's a it's a whole campaign that's gonna, gonna culminate nice. at the super bowl mm. uh it's kind of a fun i mean l- based on the first one that aired tonight during the grammys it's like him trying to start a music career <laughs> and he's l- really leaning heavy into the boston he's basically doing he's playing ben affleck but he's doing the character from from say um goodwill hunting oh, okay. like he's leaning super into that but it's very funny so far and it's it, it ends with like a to be continued so it's clearly going to roll into the super bowl but it's very funny um, but no, they were not at the ceremony mm. as far as I can Well, tell. she was in New York last um, night. Not mm. that she can't afford a flight That's or true. a private, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a bit much. If Taylor yeah. can make the that Super is- Bowl for her boyfriend after playing a concert in Tokyo, I think then J-Lo could true. have made the Grammys. But also yeah. I go... I don't know. Was was J Lo nominated for anything? Probably not. I don't think and, she's nominated. God, yeah. So no, I, she shouldn't. She shouldn't Look, wait by the phone the next thing. year either. Just, for being you, honest, unless you're presenting or nominated, like why do you like? Don't go to an award show. It, just go to the after parties and stuff like that. Like also, it is raining buckets here in Los I, Angeles. Like there, there's so much standing water. Like you really do need Noah's Ark right now. The the Grammys though of of like of all the shows I I did ten Grammys I did ten of all of them the Grammys was always the best one for weather because the Grammys carpet mm. is always covered it's always enclosed mm. no matter whether because they have I don't know if you ever watched the Grammys carpet they're chandeliers so it's always an enclosed tent so the weather never was an issue um, so that was good uh, otherwise I hated doing that show <laughs> but um, yeah tell us more yeah. 
the what the I I it's just such a pain in the ass that one a lot of it and I I've I've really I realized how old I'm washed I am right now where I didn't recognize I've gotten to the point now where I've come to terms with the fact that if I watch the VMAs I'm not going to recognize most of the people on the carpet because it's a lot of TikTokers influencers mm-hmm. I'm like okay but the Grammys I was watching the carpet tonight I'm like who yeah. are these people I. I miss the olden days when I was there for the, the golden age of uh, Gaga. Like mm-hmm. when Gaga showed up in the egg, I was there. I was a few feet from that. That was the golden days. Now I don't, I don't know. I don't know anybody. Um, I was shocked to see the, the first award of the night, I believe. Uh, Miley won her, her first Grammy. It never won one before. That was actually shocking she, to me. She, I didn't know she was not. Like, <laughs> I mean, I just don't know. I just don't know. Exactly. I don't, I don't follow music no, that way. Th- so, same. yeah. Like I do At least television. she's someone we know. Yeah. Like, but I, I, yeah. I, I was, I was flipping through the TMZ, the TMZ uh, red carpet gallery, uh, like live. It was like seventy-two photos. I didn't know eighty percent of them, and the names that stood out to me were Miley, Paris Hilton, and mm-hmm. Candy Burris. <laughs> <laughs> like that's where I'm at mentally. No, no. I don't know all these people taylor swift too but i mean it wasn't like well yeah it'll be like dj x39 i'm like i don't know who these people are nate though you you did know somebody on the show oh (laughs) unfortunately uh yeah yeah that was that was so i was watching and uh, it's very okay. I mean, I just a m- moments ago talked about liking to walk around cemeteries, mm. which um, I don't really. Um, but yeah, I, but it's so it's a morbid to say that I kind of the in memoriam is always for most of those award shows. It's not a part that I'm like, oh, that's the best part because that seems really mean and cruel. But it's it, I, to me, it's one of the more interesting parts because you're always like, oh, I forgot that person passed this year, this and that. But this year I was watching it and somebody I know was on it. I had no idea she passed. She's not like a huge name. She's she's a behind the scenes person. I worked with her for years. We started at um, uh, Top Chef together. Mm. Um, and, and when her name and she worked for the Grammys, that's part of the reason why she was on the broadcast. Like she was, you know, she was very much behind the scenes. And a lot of those people that make it on TV you know, you, you, you know, they, mostly people, you know, but I was blown away. It was just such a weird feeling to be like, Oh, Oh my God. It's her name's Chris Claver. Um, I knew she'd been sick for a while. Yeah. Rest, yeah she'd been sick for a while of uh, cancer, but I was just, that just hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, what? To, to learn that watching a live award show was just <sighs> crazy. So, but yeah, that, that made me sad. Um, but yeah, anyway, I miss you, Chris. Um, but I, so the, the, another thing, uh, you know, Taylor Swift breaking the internet again, I don't know if you saw that she announced when she, I think she won four or five tonight. Uh, but the first one she won, um, to, ended up being her 13th oh. Grammy. And if you're a Swifty, 13 is a very mm. big number for her. Um, but she decided to announce then that she has a new album coming out in April or May. Which, uh, you know, the typical, you go on Twitter, it breaks the internet, because that's a thing everybody likes to say, that something breaks the internet. Um, I'm not a Swifty. I'm not, I don't have anything against Taylor. Uh, But I was kind of shocked at how this blew people away. I thought she was, she's been releasing like yearly albums for like, it seems like she has a new album every year. Yeah, my question. Like I know, I know she's re 
she's re-recording her old albums, the yeah. whole Scooter Braun thing. I know those, but I I was under the impression she was also releasing new material several times over the last year. But if you were to believe what's going on on Twitter right now, you'd think that it, I mean it's blowing people away. She announced this new album. I'm like, really? Okay. Wait, question: okay. Is this a re-release or is this a fresh new album? No, no, new this songs? is new. This is new. Okay, right, this fresh new stuff. But I, but I don't feel like it's been that long since her last one. So I she don't know why. This, I know everything she does. Everything she does like blows off. Every yeah. you know, like it's it's a story. No matter what, I get it. Um, I thought she was but, waiting. Yeah, I, was, I assume she was waiting till we figure out where she's going to end up with Travis or not end up with Travis. Mm-hmm. I assumed he would be her next album, whether it ended well or ended. You know what I mean? Good, good or bad? It, it yeah. kind of her albums are chapters on breakups or relationships. I'm rooting for them, but I'm just saying. I assumed one way or the other. I assumed. Yeah, she puts out so many albums. I thought she'd take a break, but yeah, who knows the 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 big but the big reveal at the end, which uh, like you said, we were kind of doing this as it's going. So, um, uh, so they they, they announced what, before the show happened that there was going to be a huge star announcing presenting the last award, mm-hmm. um, and they uh, they didn't give any hints or anything. And in fact, it was kind of a secret up until photos started leaking like mid show that it was um celine dion oh queen of queen of the world celine dion uh she and she presented the uh best album of the year which Mm -hmm. i think went which did go to taylor but um it was the first time anybody's seen celine Mm -hmm. in like in public in a long long time and with her because she you know she has stiff person syndrome stiff person syndrome which uh, uh Worst name, yeah. worst name for a very because you hear it, it almost sounds mm-hmm. cartoony, and it's a very serious neurological disorder. Yeah. It sounds extremely it sounds painful. Like a personality, extremely issue. painful. Like. <laughs> personality disorder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and Stacey, you mentioned. I think it's a brilliant idea. Is that they they should name? I mean, this they after should they should call it Celine Dion syndrome. To, to, mm-hmm. Because stiff person syndrome does not address the yeah. severity of the syndrome. Like it's because, because you know, like, it, because it, I liken it, it to Lou Gehrig's disease. Like people, like we now, we now call it ALS more, but that's, that's because it was then given mm. the shorter name of ALS. Like I can't even pronounce what ALS is, but when Lou Gehrig had it, then it brought, it brought, um, you know, obviously attention to ALS and then people knew what was going on. Cause you would just say Lou Gehrig's disease. And then you're like, Oh, I know what that is and I know what that seems like. Whereas like, so if you started calling it Celine Dion syndrome or Celine Dion disease, mm. like you would all of a sudden go, oh, I know what that is as opposed to, excuse me, what? Stiff person, like what? You know what yeah. I mean? Or like yeah. the the Latin name for it or whatever. Like, but if you call it Celine Dion syndrome, I would go, oh, yeah. 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 Because it, it's completely derailed her, mm-hmm. her career. For, I mean, she, she was you know she wasn't slowing down she was still she was going she was going to go back to she had stopped the residency but she was going to go back to it and she had to she had to put that on hold she hadn't she hasn't performed in i I saw the number i can't off the top of my head but it had been so long i was shocked i was like really it's been that long but so this was her big you know back on stage which is very Mm. cool to see we love you celine we love you 
Yeah. We do. I love, I will play her sometimes in class. And so, and there'll be like half the class is like, yes. And then there'll be a portion of the class that's like, what? How are you playing Celine Dion? And then they get into it though. I'm hearing. I'm hearing, I'm hearing like my heart will go on in my head. I do, I do play like the upbeat stuff. Or I hate balance. my heart will go on actually. Cause I am not a Titanic yeah, fan. And like, also they yeah. play so that song so much. So yeah, thank God. Like Celine and I are very much like that. No, I, I will play like, um, like I drove all night. Um, I will play, um, what is it? Oh, well, the song I will say so the song that she came out to tonight uh, when they introduced her when she came on stage was not "My Heart Will Go On." It is "The Power oh, of Love," which was yes. her best jam. Mm. Best. Although jam. no, I, I would say, um, gosh, I can't. What is it? Um, hold on, it's here. Hold on, it's all coming back to me now. That is my favorite that, one. Yeah. Oh, that is song. it. It's like her, oh, so her dramatic, that one. And there's also A New Day. That's another like really good one. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's all coming back to me now. The Power of Love, A New Day. Those, I would say those are my top three. And then, yeah. And another yeah. good one for, for classes the, is um, I Drove All Night, which is a remake though of another song, or of mm-hmm. another person. I, I forget who did the original of that song, but anyway. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I'm glad that we got to see Celine and she I'm looking at pictures and she looks really good. Like it's She's not great. that like it yeah. is all about how somebody looks, but in a way, just from a picture, we haven't I haven't seen any video, you wouldn't think that she was ill. Do you know what I mean? Like I think it's like yeah. she just looks good. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's almost some people might go, Well, then she's not sick. But I think it's for me, I go, she's sick. Whatever's happening is happening. It's affecting her life. But I'm glad that she looks well. If, does, am I making sense mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. I don't want her to look she ill and frail for like people to like be like, oh my God. Yeah. I yeah. want her to be able to like have yeah. dignity in that sense. Yeah. Because sometimes they like, um, like at a certain point, Frank Sinatra knew to basically if she's going out and looking okay, she's not disappearing from us soon. Because sometimes, like, as they, it's when they withdraw and you never see them again at a certain point. Like, Sinatra, just mm-hmm. like, so, yeah. wishing her well. Our hearts, her heart, her heart goes on. Mm-hmm. With her power mm, of love. You know what would help this podcast go on, speaking of which? <laughs> if you guys could rate, subscribe, review, and follow Pretty Corrupt podcast share with your friends your music producers your um whatever whoever you're feuding with on twitter (laughs) um, anyone but of course head on over to social media as well where you could find us on tiktok and instagram at pretty corrupt podcast also on twitter at pretty corrupt one and on all those accounts you're linked to our individual ones as well where you could find our uh, chaotic journeys through life etc and if you haven't you remember of course we have two episodes this is pcp pop culture if you haven't listened already we also have the bravo breakdown out today so check them all out and we'll see you next week cause, 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 cause,